Good night. Hola. Can you hear me? You know you're clearly. Alright, good. Uh, that's good. So, welcome to Social Issue J today. Um, Thank you. It's a pleasure having you on the show today. So, we're going to discuss our uh, mental health, right? Hey. Alright, yeah, because I'm near where you're actually concerned about that because for weeks I've heard you talking about it. Say so you want to do a topic on it. So, we definitely will do that. It's something that has always directly affected my life, not because I personally have one, but people around me. So it's always been something that I feel like doesn't have enough representation for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I don't really know much about it still, but I was trying my best to see how I can actually, you know? nice to relate something to it. Yeah, I can just touch but, on like a few things relating to the topic. Because under the same mental health, it, um, depression fall at night. Mm-hmm. It does. Which is really serious. Like a lot of people don't take it as seriously as it is. Or they're not aware of how Years are how badly it can affect you. Mm-hmm. Some people use some right. people use the word "I'm depressed," but they don't really know the true meaning of what it means to live with depression. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And mm-hmm. then first, first, you know, with this whole pandemic and thing, and person can't get to interact as much as they used to with. Um, other persons on the outside so you know that kind of lead to a lot of mental health problems and causes depression yeah like naturally naturally humans we are social creatures and interaction is a major part of how we survive and so have to some for some people they had to be indoors for weeks or months without interaction, physical interaction. It can really take a toll on you. Especially if before that you were going through something and then now probably what you use as a coping mechanism, you can't do that anymore and you're restricted from doing it. It really take a toll on you. That's true, you know, say basically the mental health affect your mood and your thinking and overall your behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, affect a lot of things and it'll be like one thing tied to the next. I mean, your mood affects how you act, so it affects your actions, your behavior, and how you perform overall. So it's very important. Very, very important. Because as something I'm sure not a lot of people know, but like one in every four humans in the world suffer from a mental problem. That's a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people. 
Yeah, and then go ahead. Um, you have a point to that because most persons actually suffer from this and me well I really have a major mental mental, uh, mental health problem but you know sometimes I get in this depression stage so in order to actually get back myself on the right track I feel like listen to uh, music to actually try keep my brain you know back on track with certain things yeah you mentioned that before and whenever someone feels like they're going through a mental problem um, or they identify that okay this isn't normal or I'm not feeling normal um, it's a good thing to just try find a coping mechanism something that you can do to make yourself feel better because a lot of people don't know that what they're experiencing is not normal behavior so they can't even identify that okay I have a mental problem and people stigmatize the word mental and I always say mental doesn't mean you have to have a psychotic disorder you don't have to have schizophrenia you don't have to have walking up and down mad and in dirty clothes it can be as simple as having panic attacks or anxiety or having an eating disorder stuff like that so it, I think people should stop um, identifying the word mental with something negative. You know, that's why a lot of people don't want to accept that they have a mental issue because the word is surrounded by negativity, you know. So that's just one of my hopes that persons can just remove that negative energy from the word. So more people can be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once it's a mental to a person, I'm instantly thinking so I'm mad. Because if I get up, I know I have a little mental problem. I say, right, it's a mad boy. Yeah, right off the bat, people. Fall under all different type of categories. You can't say mental problem, you know, say you have a little depression and stuff like that. So, you know, say, lead you to, to, to certain things. Because I'm saying, time we're reaching that type of mood, we just listen to music, we try to get back on track. Mm-hmm. Yes, the stigma is real and it's everywhere. Um, they might call a lot of persons push for other things. I think we should just push to remove the stigma where that is concerned so more people can speak up about how they're feeling and probably get some help. Because you see a lot of things happening, you see a lot of people behave in a certain way. You don't know what they're going through to behave that way or you don't know why they're acting that way. So hopefully, I don't know, we have a far way to go where that is concerned, but hopefully in the future we can try our best to like, remove stigma from mental health. That's true to us. We don't really take it, it don't really um that serious in Jamaica. When I say them not really have um, them have organization how to actually deal with it, but it's not something with them literally um focus on or put a whole a whole lot of energy in actually. Exactly. So that's a whole one of the problems. I mean I think enough um mental health um facility actually do 
in the country. So. And most people, um, them know say they have a certain mental problem they might go through, but you know them not really pinpoint on it. Because as I'm saying, if it's say for somebody say you know say you have a certain mental problem, which can be um depression or mood swing or anxiety, but the minute you mention mental to someone, instantly things say you basically you're mad. <laughs> so that's why most people that next to them don't want to talk about or say something to someone, but them actually open up and tell a person about that the more things that they might be so and then you know so the people are basically different from them so mm-hmm. most people know so they have the um, type of problem they actually keep to themselves instead of actually telling someone yeah you're so right I'm glad you touched on that <laughs> you already know how I feel about all of that I mean mental health is not a priority the mental health industry it's not a priority in Jamaica I do see where the current health minister Christopher Tufton he's trying to like push certain initiatives with regards to mental health and I appreciate that overall worldwide it is something that is not talked about enough and locally here in Jamaica it's something that we really don't address and I'm a lot of people in Jamaica and I mean majority of our country suffers in silence and we don't have the resources there aren't any resources to help coupled with the stigma of persons attaching mental illness to just one thing they're just like one they just have one picture in their head when they think about that but there is no help for someone who has a certain mental illness it might not be severe they might have a, um they probably have mental breakdowns or they have an eating disorder or stuff it's not easily accessible to just find somewhere to go to get some help most persons don't know who to call all of that so the system needs a whole lot of work and i think a whole lot more funding needs to go or needs to be invested where that is concerned. It needs a whole lot of work. I talk to teenagers every day that say that they don't really have an avenue, they don't have any help. They just have to turn to things that help them to just get some relief, probably try to motivate themselves to listening to other people. Or, um, as I said, music, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. are talking kind of to someone about their yeah. friends or whatever. But yeah, as I said, availability of help is, is really poor, and the public public system now, if you go to a clinic, any little thing, they just want to just, um, diagnose you with schizophrenia, and it's a problem that people are talking, coming up, speaking about everything. You go there and you talk about how you're feeling, what you're experiencing, bam, you're schizophrenic. And most of the times, it's a misdiagnosis. And then you just have to, if you don't have money, it's hard to get treatment. It's really hard. So, needs a lot of work mm-hmm. where that is concerned. That's not true. Because sometimes other person actually needing just a little interaction 
Because you know, as them say, if, like, say, for instance, 10 persons actually in a room for themselves, and you know, them can just make a little circle. Like, when you don't normally see a certain move, and yeah, everybody like basically and share them story. That helps mm-hmm. a lot, you know. Yeah, simple things like that's hard to find. Or even like a hotline that specifically deals with that. You can call, you have someone on hand to talk to about something or ask questions. You know, I mean, lots of people, they just have to depend on Google. Google it, what you're feeling. There isn't really like a credible source in Jamaica where you can call and... Well, there are some. I am aware of some, but they need to put themselves out there more so more people can know about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true, so. And yeah, because we know officially the change is going um towards it. And you know most persons actually high school, well according to what they say, I wouldn't say about twenty percent are are children and adolescent actually faces mm-hmm. mental And that's where it starts and most people ignore it until yeah, them ignorant until it passed into something big, which could have been prevented. Mm-hmm. And most persons actually cause the children to be in such a state, you know, because you know, if your son can't get the 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 the, the, the type of grade you expect from him, you know, and you're gonna make him feel away because other students target it and think it will put him at a local depression state kind of boy is it's like him not good enough for you know to please him mother or stuff like that and he start getting depressed yeah they and apply the like pressure but, but they don't motivate you so it's talk down to you like I don't know if they feel like children don't have feelings or they're not capable of being depressed or thinking about certain things but you really have to be careful what you say to a teenager or what you say to a child. It can really affect them, affect how they think, and they will carry it throughout their adulthood life, and it really affects them. Sometimes they don't even remember or know that, you know, these are what are affecting me now as an adult. Except if they probably go to therapy or something, and they discover that, you know, this is what I went through as a child, and it traumatized me, and, you know? cause you to look on life a certain way so you have to really be careful what you say to your children and to, to anyone at all mm-hmm. that's true and then you have a thing where it's about yeah. oh him a man and him this and that him can you know him man enough or man enough to show the type yep. of emotion or it's uh, totally crap kind of basically be like find enough time me can literally talk when me think about certain things and me actually depressed, me lay down in my bed, listen to my music, and me actually mm-hmm. cry it out, because the only way that to ease whatever I'm going through, to cry out whatever me feel inside and listen to my music, because that help um, stimulate my mind. Right. And, you know, and it's me. good to cry. It's like I mean, different, the Jamaican so. culture is to have music mm-hmm. internalize your feelings. If you're, if you're expressing how you feel, yeah, yourself and you this and you that. And that is a major part of our problem in Jamaica now because the males are afraid to express what they're feeling. They're afraid to show emotion, show vulnerability. And that is what causes a lot of problems later down. That we're like wondering what went wrong or what is going on. 
those are the things that are contributing to the bigger problem that we have. So I think they should teach males to be more vulnerable. Nobody is telling you to be um, extra or be a female and be hormonal, but it is okay if you're not feeling okay to talk about it, you know. I'm not feeling good within myself or if you want to cry, you cry. No, remove the toxic masculinity. We need to do that. Most men want to talk about certain things, you know, but as I say, if they go to some of them and say, oh, the man say, boy, I'm going to make him a man and man to be tough or man to be better. Because enough time I go to certain things. And me and my friend can sit down and him can sit down with me and mm-hmm. him show me toes and toes and me show him toes and toes. So, that's that a way they feel because you know, you know, make sense how you go through something and then you have it all jumbled inside because basically it gets you crazy. So, if you can actually share your story with someone and them can give you a certain advice, you, you're you supposed to know whether or not you want to take that advice yeah. or you, you know, or you don't want to take it. Yeah, talking about I won't lie. I personally have that problem. I always internalize things. Um, it's become like a part of me, but I'm trying to break out of it because it's not beneficial to hold things inside. I have to talk about it, and when you get that release, you feel much better in yourself. So, so going through something, just find someone talk about it if you have a creative avenue where you can express it i mean if you want if you draw you do art you can probably um translate it in your art or to your music or any little thing that you do that you can find a way to like release that emotion because it's really not good to have stuff pent up inside it's called your self-destruct Yeah. Alright, true man. When you say that day, you look crazy stuff. Cause I, I, I would need some mm-hmm. days just, uh, you know, just a listening ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a scale. It's like one to ten. Once you pass ten, it's really hard to bring it back. I want you pass five. It's hard to bring it back. So we have to just be careful. And most men, most men cry no cries. When I go say man no cry, <laughs> but if they do a cry, them go yeah. one corner somewhere and listen to the body You see, them cry and cry and cry and you see them just wipe off them, them, them because tears. Because they're associated with weakness. That, no. That's why. This is the most toxic part about it. Mm-hmm. Well, now, my music. We used to think like that, you know, like just a man and things, so they say man and things. But all of them things, they just say, look, brainwash thing, because basically they must mm-hmm. tell you, say, oh, you know, if you express yourself right. as a me, a me not going to empty. And then you feel cry. better after crying. Mm-hmm. So if they want to laugh, they laugh bad. At the end of the day, I'm mean, the stronger individual because me carry out my pain and stuff like that. But you <laughs> exactly, you're so you are an advantage there. Because they want to cry him, the way. Because they want to cry him, he's strong enough. And they want to cry him, weak. 
basically have everything jumbled. Yeah, but we have a push for that still. Just males need to express how they feel. And I know it's a case where sometimes um, when males express how how they feel, other persons like take it for granted or make fun of them and that probably caused them to shy away from doing that but even if even if it you're reaching a situation where you know it never went well when you express how you feel don't let that stop you because at the end of the day you're holding your own self back by not expressing what you're feeling and holding it inside so it doesn't matter what anybody wants to say I just do you. Totally agree with that one. <laughs> I say, oh man, tough man, no cry. Yeah, same. So one time, I saw one on Twitter video with this girl. It went viral, like she has said, oh man, not a cry, man, not cry, weak and stuff. I think we know how it's video. Yeah, yeah. Everybody did know. Ah. Sure, sure. I don't think she no, put a lot of thought into what she was saying before. Just get it. <laughs> exactly. She just didn't want to think before she thought. Or, because when you're in a public space, you really have to be careful what you say. Because people are watching you and you're looking. And you have to remember, you're in the public eye, that means you're influencing someone. You might not know who is looking up to you. And them literally eat out everything we ask, and not suck it, and you like a sponge, you know? It's a younger people. And you go put that mentality in their head. They're thinking that, oh, this is how I'm supposed to act, to be accepted around them. So you have to be careful what you say. This whole this mental thing is deep to you know, cause you have you have a certain females so as well. When them join Instagram and them not get the amount of likes and things like that, it's like them feel them, it's like them going on a mental mm-hmm. state like them as a boy. It's like nobody knows see that them basically are saying. So then we deactivate it and recreate a profile, upload picture again, still not get the like. And guess what them do now? They say alright, since Everybody on social media basically posts those type of pictures. Let me post those type of pictures. And then she start posting. And then yeah, start I mean, the whole it. social media. Because reality that it. It's really a big thing. Yeah, we live, we live off our likes and things. Yeah, it's and crazy. It's measured in our work, right? It's crazy. Yeah, likes and things. And that is a that is a mental problem they need to look Social media at. can cause you and to be obsessive and it's crazy. It I understand that um the whole internet and the social media um platform it's really good in terms of raising awareness on certain things. It's good in terms of information. You can get really quick access to information and a wide variety of information, but it can also be so toxic because most of the social media apps they are all about lifestyle and perfection so nobody is you have persons who try to be vulnerable and try to make it more realistic but majority of the persons they just 
um, they do things to make it look perfect. So they just put their quote-unquote perfect life on the internet, but they're not showing the reality or they're not showing vulnerable moments. And persons who have normal lives are looking at it and like, oh, why can't I be like this? Why can't I look like this? I'm not that successful or whatever. You don't know what the other person is doing. You don't know how hard they work. They are at a different stage in their life. And I think the whole thing, it just puts like a pressure on you. So like you want to be like that or whatever, just to flaunt, you know? And it puts so much pressure. Like I'm thinking about our young girls. Say for instance, you're 13 or you're 14. I think the age restriction is 13 or 14 for Instagram. They are 14, you just join Instagram, you're insecure with your body and you go on Instagram and you see all these countless amount of females with the perfect body and the perfect life and the perfect this and then, you know, it begins hating yourself and what you want to change about yourself. So all of that, it can become really obsessive. I think we have to just try put a lid on it. So try not to spend as much time looking at other people's lives but just thinking of our own and working on our own but social media can be real toxic yes sir may always use the term yes sir may always use the term and say basically we are generational stalkers everybody stalk each other because you join your instagram me go on if you go look at your picture you go on if you go look at my one so it's like it's like we're stalking each other. And when you tell a person that they must say it's really shut up. But okay, yeah, society is stalkers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's sad man. Because military see person literally giant social media because they not a certain amount of likes and views. Then care then criteria and say con like yo, them no fitting and is it that them no look good so they have low self confidence. Just seeking gratification from people and at the end of the day, people don't care about you or your life. They're just there to look for the moment. I never see people in um bipolar so like people on the internet they will be with you one second and the next they tear you down. Them can build you and as fast, them just don't have careers here. So most times people on the internet aren't your friends. They don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They just they're just there. Just for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think people should take it that Look. seriously. <laughs> you can tell them nothing. And people tell you, I mean, people preach, some people preach being different, and at the same time, they don't accept people for being different. They still want you to succeed. They still want you. Because if you're being different, they're just not going to like you. Some of them for them for 
even if you say that, but if you look into this, this thing really deep, you know. Yeah, nope, it doesn't measure your success either. Like, oh, imagine saying, oh, I'm successful because I have 10,000 likes on Instagram. Right, 10,000 views on Facebook. Mm. No, but them on Instagram and they get the amount of likes and, and when them they are road now is okay. Them, you know, basically them them feel like them a celebrity because them a get all them thirteen k um them thirteen k likes or so good. But it's a mental <laughs> problem they have still, no? a mental health. I'm not saying like there isn't anything yeah, wrong with you know you get impression that you have forty pictures you get some likes, but there is a line you can't go across that line where you're actually yeah. living for it's the life and you know you're living for. Um, what people say and think about you. You have to just catch yourself right there. So. I believe so. You're better than, than mm, that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's not cute. That no makes sense. But boy, Jamaica needs to take the mental yeah, and I'm serious too. Too much mad right. people. When we look, me look on the road and see how much mental health. Yeah, I know it hurt me hard. What really caused? I've them. always. Yeah. Most, I most of them things say, oh, cooking or smoke or weed and sit knocking chip or whatever, you know. But you go deep on that, cause probably that person I go through something. I imagine him family member or whatever. Them probably not paying much attention and things they just get worse and worse until mm-hmm. eventually him start eating all the garbage. Yeah, and it's just like any med- medical condition. You, you forget it looks at you need to treat it and it's not the end of the world. But a lot of people are not willing to listen to persons. It's like oh you're overreacting or whatever. But too much people on the road. Too much I'm always from a smaller, I've always hated to see it. I'm always there, you know, I wish I had money. Even to like get a facility to hold those persons are somewhere they can go because every town, every city, everywhere you look, there are mental persons on the road, and people treat them so badly sometimes and take advantage of them, and they don't have anyone to advocate or stand up for them. They're just they're existing. And they come and probably inject some of them every month, and that's it. Yeah, they, it looks but bad. It looks bad. They need to have a facility and put them up. We know how, because Jamaica small, so I like it. We have like one million mad person. I'm sure know so much mad person at Jamaica. Probably we might have like the one. How much? Yes. You think one five thousand mad person actually in the country? Probably that. Probably more than that still, but just I use that for your example. 
you know, we call parties that we wanted this, but I mean, I'm just appealing to anyone who can help or do anything. It doesn't have to be big. Just make a move because other people are suffering in silence and there is no one to advocate for them. There is no one to get help or to just implement things to make person's life easier. So I just hope it can get better. And I will try to do whatever I can within my power to continue to bring awareness to it and try help try to help in any way I can. Yeah, so it was good talking to you again. problem thank you i love being here (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah until next time (laughs) good night all right